Hi everyone, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And we write songs together under the name The Kelly Line. By the way, Mike's my dad. Which, of course, makes us a father-son songwriting duo. And when we're not writing songs together, we're generally chatting about writing songs. And we thought it might be fun to share some of those thoughts with you. This week we're talking about the Kelly Line spectrum, from acoustic right the way through to full band, and how that sound has evolved over time. Do you know, you you gave me some notes there to to, uh, the introduction, what I say and what you say, and you've actually written, um, we thought it might be fun to share some of those thoughts with you. (laughs) I thought you might mention that, so I think it's equally appropriate for me to mention the fact that you were the one who wrote these. This was copied from an email you sent me. Right. Checkmate. Okay, checkmate indeed. And so, the Kelly Line Line Spectrum. Do you remember the the original um, guy in guitar phrase? Yeah, it kind of, uh, it's less appropriate as time goes on, especially seeing as like recently I went, I want to write a punk song, like a proper punk song, none of this folk stuff. Um, yeah, but yeah, I do remember that original phrase. It still kind of informs like how we write songs in that we very rarely write, um, write big melodic guitar solos or um, musical parts that aren't kind of appropriate to just be played on an acoustic guitar, if you get me. Yeah, no, sure. I, I, I agree. I agree with that. But the, the, I, that original idea of what, what the two of us could do in terms of writing it and then obviously you performing it like from, from yeah. scratch and, and nobody else, nobody else involved. Do you remember those really early days, really early songs? Yeah, I do. Um, like um, our sound raised from range from slow acoustic to faster acoustic. That like was it. Slow acoustic. <laughs> Groundhog Day slow or like um Could you run with the head or the hounds? Are you in for a penny? Are you in for a pound? I hope my hesitation showed how long it's been since I've you forgot, tried to you, play that song. You, you forgot you forgot the words there. <laughs> I did. I was like ah, ah But yeah, that's basically what we range from is like slower acoustic to Swaying backwards and forwards with a pint of ale in your hand, and then we kind of really. I hope that's not ale, by the way. By the way, I like your, I like, I like your hair. It's, um, Thank you very much. I think I, I think of you as coloured hair, mm. as a, as a guy with colour. You know, mum's kids call you blue haired Ben, so they're going to yeah. get really confused now they see it's pink. Yeah, and seeing as the next podcast we release is going to have me with brown, slightly shorter hair, that's going to be. Is it? Uh, well, yeah, because we have. Um, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. If we record previously. them in a different order, people are going to get very, very confused with the colour of your yeah. hair. It's quite entertaining. It's quite entertaining, isn't it? Yeah, it's enter- entertaining for me anyway. But yeah, so we started with um, just acoustic guitar and vocals. Um, pretty quickly, we we started adding other stuff though. In terms of not in a very subtle or artful way, we were kind of like, I reckon that this song just needs a second instrument to fill in the instrumental gaps. Mm, Rather yeah. than writing interesting instrumentals, we just were like, okay, so the instrumental is a verse. What can we do to make this interesting? Um, the answer was frequently, <laughs> is Leo free to play the harmonica? Uh, well, f- firstly, to, to be fair, Leo is a brilliant harmonica player. Yeah, and an excellent artist. Check out the artwork to like over half of our stuff. And, well, he's an all-round good guy. How long have you known Leo? Years, uh, isn't it? Since I was four. 
So you, you, gen, you generally grew up together, didn't you? Mm. And you, you can tell that actually when you when you see you and Leo on stage. I remember him giving you a great big slapper on the kisser on the mouth. <laughs> he gave, didn't he? I think that one might have, might have been Groundhog Day actually. And at the end of it, he just gave you a great big kiss and walked off. And your might face, Robin Hood. it could have been, but your face was. A, yeah. I remember your face was an absolute picture because you were you certainly weren't expecting a kiss on stage. I was not expecting yeah. it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Robin Hood was uh, speaking of Robin Hood, um, which might have been the song Leo kissed me on. Um, that's a good example of just filling in the gaps with a different instrument. But and to be fair, really good filling in the gaps. Yeah. I mean, he was—he's a terrific harmonica, and I like harmonica. And it, it kind of, it kind of suited the sound at the time, didn't it? Sort of folky, guitar-y, harmonica-y. It kind of, it, it very much worked. Yeah, I'm not saying that we did bad instrumentals. I'm saying they weren't very artful in terms of their compositional style. It's not like we went like, okay, what can we do here um, instrumentally? We literally frequently just said, there should be an instrumental here. Yeah. And then what is the instrumental? Oh, it's the verse, obviously. Yeah. Just but get him to play over the top of that. I, I think um, we, we gradually began to realise you had so much more scope with, um, with, with, with additional uh, musicians. And, and for me, one of the, the really good examples is Stop Digging. Which, mm. we, we, without Leo's harmonica on "Stop Digging," I'm, I'm, I know we wrote it, but I'm not sure I'm a big fan of that song. But I am, I am a big, I'm a big fan of Leo's harmonica. Harmonica. It, it, the, the two versions are so different for me. Fair enough. Um, I think I'm, I've got, I've got a cunning editing plan here. I'm going to play the intro, like the first chorus bit with acoustic guitar, and then it's going to segue seamlessly into Leo's harmonica solo oh, uh, which I'm very excited about if this works editing wise if it doesn't forgive me you say I gotta stop digging it's a slippery slope you say I gotta stop listening say oh well but I won't you say I gotta stop digging it's a slippery slope you ask me what I was thinking you know I can in a time I, I absolutely, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'm still not sure if, about the song, but I, I absolutely love Leo's harmonica bit in, in that song. Mm. I, side note on that song, I think it was the first time I ever used a diminished chord in a song, which is a very Kelly line thing. I like diminished chords. It is now, it, probably, it wasn't at the beginning though, was it? No, it wasn't, it was, a, it was a surprise thing. I remember there was pushback from... Jack and Connor. Speaking of that, I feel we should probably mention if we're talking about the spectrum and the kind of transition from purely acoustic-y, folky stuff through to full band, we should probably mention like the gathering of, of the band at uni. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. In terms of, um, I remember I we, we were sitting up late at night, as we are wont to do, with a beer or seven, and um, you were like asking me what's your kind of dream live uh, setup yeah, I remember the band. Uh, yeah, and I mentioned, um, like, well, I already play uh, at uni stuff with Yestin on drums, and he can sing, so that's really good. And then Connor's, like, a really good electric guitarist, so of course, yeah. him. Jack's yeah. a fantastic bassist. I think that would work really well as, like, a... Yeah. I kind of envisioned us sounding a bit like the Front Bottoms. Yeah, An yeah. excellent band. Um, and then it luckily kind of happened, which was... Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. So you go from, nice, but you, go from you, singing Hair and Hounds, to... Like you and you and Leo, 
and, yeah. and mentioned actually Ruben accordion, but yeah. similar kind of song. It was like me plus something else. Yeah, yeah. Not me as part of a unit that was pretty stable. It was like what cherry can we put on top of this? De- definitely. Rather than making the actual cake. And all of a sudden, it's a completely different sound now. And um, and uh, do, do you know one of the you mentioned Robin Hood, and we mm-hmm. mentioned Hare and Hounds. One of the really early songs we wrote was um, Hamster's Wheel. And yes. you, you sang that. <laughs> Go on then, give us a blast then, if you were... <laughs> no, you obviously, I was just wanted, playing, uh, you obviously wanted to. No, I was playing a um, big, big, nice chord to kind of... Uh, hair and Hounds, not Hair and Hounds, Hamster's Wheel. Because uh, you can't actually talk without holding the guitar and strumming it occasionally. Well, yeah. Yeah, fair. Hair, uh, hamster's Wheel, so that originally sounded kind of like... Comes and what do you know? Two hundred pounds for passing gold. It was kind of bouncy, bouncy. Um, yeah. when we originally wrote it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. Um, and then but, all of a sudden, you you end up with with Jack, and then Con- <laughs> Connor doing his thing on the electric guitar. And yes, did draw. How the heck you can drum that quickly? I do not. I do not know. I remember the first time I showed him the drum part because um, it's like boom bap boom bap boom bap boom bap. Um, but obviously much faster than that. Um, he played it for like four beats and then just kind of looked like, hmm, as if he was like, damn, this is harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> Give me a couple of minutes. It took him like a few weeks to get to like full speed stamina, but so far we haven't had a drummer like fill in that's been able to do it straight away. Oh, because you- it's just straight boom, bam, ba-da, boom, bam, ba-da, boom, 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 It's really quite a, a stamina. Test. God love him. He looks absolutely knackered after he's after he's played that. To be fair, you all he looks knackered. I'm going to say you all look you all look. <laughs> na- I mean, and presumably now you're going to be able to do something really clever technically, are you? And drop in the 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 sound of of the guys playing Hamster's Wheel. Yeah. Um, now you can see how fast it is compared to compared to what I was doing just then with the. So it is much faster. So technical magic in three, two, one. Payday comes and what do you know? Two hundred pounds for passing gold. Promise more, but don't say when. Enough to send you round again. I'm can I? Can I say I'm being really selfish now? Everybody goes, oh, that's great drumming and that's great guitar playing and that's great singing and you do you do your kind of ah you you, you, you scream in the middle of it. Can I just what say that on the podcast? how long it took? For me to do the research into that song, because I knew I knew that the analogy was a monopoly board going round and round and round, hamster's Brilliant. wheel, and I had to find you know you've got like Park Lane and Old Kent Road and all that, and I had to find uh, properties that fit the, the the lyrics, but also was that was exactly the right prices, and all that kind. Of, it took for. Ever on a day to get the research done. Uh, for, I remember for you were very proud. Oh, you mentioned it. I'm so 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 proud of the research. Yeah, worked hard on that. Anyway, cool. So where do we go? Where do we go next? Well, after that, so we'd we'd had acoustic, we'd had acoustic plus something else, and then we had like hamster's wheel and stop digging. Were kind of songs written in the same way that we'd always written them, but th- thinking from the start about them being. A bit rockier. Then we started moving on to songs. I reckon this is this is my personal view of it. We started moving on to songs where we were writing for the band, 
Oh, de- oh, we definitely. Didn't have, we didn't have a kind of different band in our heads and we were writing for them. We were writing for the band that we had. Because um, there's stuff that we wrote that we just wouldn't have done if we were writing, like, how we're used to with a, just acoustic guitar in mind. Because, um, for example, all uh, all the wrong things. Uh, I don't think I would have riffed on an acoustic guitar if I hadn't known that there would be everyone else to back me up and known what kind of sounds we all went for. The like. That wouldn't have sounded, um, well, that wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought of doing that um, just on acoustic guitar uh, ever, really. But knowing that there'd be drums and bass to back it up, um, like there is in this clip. Is that another one of those clever technical things that you've just done? Yes, it is. Um, and did I pause? Was yeah, my I, pause okay? You did. Ah, oh, fantastic. Um, I'm really pleased. Cool. Uh, yeah, without knowing there'd been everyone else to back me up on that, I, I probably wouldn't have tried it. Um, in fact, I nearly didn't try it, as we talk about in a but in terms of in, in terms of the writing, though, I, I think what you've just said is we were uh, writing for an acoustic performance. And then we, yeah. then we wrote a kind of like, we just wrote a song that was going to be performed acoustically, but also, oh, guys, can we play this as a band? Now yeah. we're writing for a band. Yeah, but we're not also not just writing for a band. We took that um, in another way as well, just a sidebar, is that we took songs um, and then we kind of wrote around them. Like, we never really wrote instrumentals. We, As I said, we just wrote verses um, that didn't have any singing on them. Um, but stuff like the recording of Goldfish um, that we did uh, with all of the cellos and stuff, it was kind of designed from the start that during that instrumental stuff would be happening. That Adding that, pause. Yeah, yeah, we're back. Um, so yeah, adding the cellos and stuff, writing not for acoustic guitar as such, but writing for an imaginary ensemble is something that we did as well, which we kind of definitely did the band stuff first. Yeah. And that's still the route we head down more often is writing for the band we have, but we also kind of think about stuff more instrumentally than we previously did. And in terms of performing, we're still performing uh, across that spectrum. So you still do acoustic sets, solo acoustic sets, right yeah. right the way through to, 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 to band sets. And some of those songs, like a bit, bit like a Venn diagram, isn't it? Some of those songs are very much like the acoustic songs, acoustic set, and some of them are very much band songs. And then some of them yeah, do... I can't really imagine performing like Tuesday in like a full band setting. It would still sound kind of... Folky, um, yeah. regardless of what yeah. you did to it, but there are some that really work both ways, or there are multiple ways of doing them. 
yeah. Wrong Things is, is an example of a song, I think, that I really like it when you sing it acoustically. Obviously, it works really well as a, as, as a band song. Cowboy Song is another one. Yeah. Yeah, we've got that kind of... It works uh, quite nicely. I like it. Yeah, you also do a really good version um, of Goldfish, in my view, as a, as a band... Yeah, I remember you've been surprised about that. Yeah, because, well, I'm so used to it, the, the acoustic version with the cellos. To, when you said, oh, we're playing it as a band, I was thinking, are, are, are you? But it, it, does, it, does actually, it does actually work. So there's, there's loads of examples I think of. I, I really enjoy the band version, but I also enjoy you singing it acoustically. So we, we normally play out, um, we normally play out of these podcasts with a, with a song. So um, what, any thoughts? I reckon all the wrong things is a pretty good one to to do it with. Oh, I'm I'm more than more than happy with that. So, um, well, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we'll we'll catch you again. Uh, we'll catch you again soon, I've no doubt. And we're going to play out with uh, all the wrong things.
So just in case I am gonna get my retaliation in first